welcome to Revitalize Your Relationship. You are listening to episode 49, Creating Trust. Well, hello there, lovers. My name is Erin Aquin. It is episode 49 already. So exciting. And for our 50th episode, I can't believe we're almost there. I really want to answer as many of your questions as possible. So if you have a coaching question, something about your relationship that you would like my help with over this next week, send me an email, Aaron at revitalizeyourrelationship.com. Give me all the details of your coaching question and If you do it before I record next week's episode, your question may be answered. (laughs) If not, I will save it for a later podcast, but I would love to celebrate 50 episodes with all of you by giving you something awesome. And that's what I'm going to do. So send me that email and I will get to as many as I can for next week. And today I want to talk to you about how to create trust. Now, I'm going to talk about this as always within the context of your marriage or your long-term relationship, but even if you're not in one of those two things, you can use this for creating trust in every relationship. Okay. So when you really think about it, trust is all about believing someone will do what they say they're going to do or what you expect them to do. Let's be real. It's often not something they they have verbally committed to. Sometimes it's just what we assume or expect that they will do. So you trust that your husband or your wife or your partner will do what they agreed to, keep to your, maybe you have wedding vows or something like that. You trust that they are going to uphold those because that's what they agreed to. That's the contract that you have with them. But the thing about trust is that often you're also judging whether you can trust that other person or not based on how well they do what you expect them to. So sometimes they haven't even made the commitment and you're still waiting for them to show up in the ways that you like. A lot of people come to mini sessions with me or when they're first starting out as my clients, they tell me about how they're having trust issues with their partner. And when we dig into it, it's often because of really small daily things that their partner does that my clients are interpreting as untrustworthy. For instance, my husband has never told me that he wouldn't go behind my back and spend our life savings on a yacht. But I have had a lot of past experiences with him and I've cobbled together a belief. Remember, beliefs come from our thoughts, but I've cobbled together this belief that he would always talk to me about making any major purchase because of his past behavior. So I just trust that he wouldn't go yacht shopping without talking to me about it first. Now, I have this belief about him, but I have no idea in actual reality. For all I know right now, as I am recording this podcast, he could be out, instead of being at work, he might be out on a yacht that I don't know about that he's purchased, (laughs) sailing around all day, which, I mean, I don't think he's doing, but it's one possibility in the realm of the world. 
But because I don't know that he's out there doing that, I just trust that he is where he says he would be, which is at work. And I'm not ever thinking about it. It's not taking up space in my mind to even consider that he's not doing exactly what he said he was going to do. And it never takes up space in my mind that he might be doing something totally out of character with what I know of him. Now, I know this is kind of a far-fetched example, but let's imagine that Steve is out on his yacht and he goes out on his yacht every day and then he gets fired because he hasn't been going to work. (laughs) And, you know, he's been deceiving me this whole time. But he decides that he's got to come clean because I'm going to find out that, you know, he's been riding around on a yacht for three months instead of going to work. So he comes home and he decides to lay it out on the table. He says, honey, I have something to tell you. I stopped going to work three months ago. I've just been riding around on this yacht that I bought with a secret bank account. And, um, you know, I need to be honest with you. Okay, so the funny thing is, if that happened... I'm pretty sure it's not, you guys. But if that did happen, in that moment, even though now I know the truth, I know the reality of what has been happening this whole time, I probably would not trust him, right? Like, even though he's finally telling me the truth, in that moment, I have the truth and I no longer trust him. And I'm using this kind of uh, outlandish example to illustrate that We have culturally been taught that trust is something that somebody earns. They have to earn our trust. But if you think about it rationally, trust is just coming from your own thoughts and beliefs about the other person. Usually you have trust until you get the full picture, until you have all the information. You know, um, we don't love this happening in our real lives, but TV has made so many shows about people who have one life, like Dexter, You know, he seems like this super nice guy and then you find out that he's actually a serial killer and nobody in his life knows it at the beginning. They all trust that he is who they think he is. But the reality is he's got this whole other life. Um, Another one was like Breaking Bad. Like everybody thought one thing about this guy and turns out he had this whole other nefarious thing going on. You know, I know so many people who do not trust their spouse. They don't go trust them to go out to a bar with friends because they're worried that they're going to like meet somebody else. Even though there's no evidence that that has ever happened to their knowledge, like they don't actually have any proof that this has ever happened, but for some reason they just don't feel trust. Why is that? It's not because the other person's done anything. We don't know what they've done. We don't know what they've done. We've never caught them doing something that quote unquote they shouldn't do. By the same token, I have clients whose spouse has had other relationships and that was not the agreement in the marriage. Um, They've done things that many people would find untrustworthy. And yet my clients have decided that they wanted to forgive, love, and trust their spouse anyway. Why is that? Why is that possible? Because the idea that trust is earned is wrong. Trust is just a collection of your thoughts about the other person, your beliefs about them. And then you get to decide how you want to feel and how you want to think about them because you are an adult and you get to do those things. 
So I know that this is very countercultural. <laughs> I know that this may not sit well with some of you listening and I'm okay with that, but I do want you to be very, very thoughtful about investigating this for yourself. Think about maybe someone who, to your knowledge, has never done anything outside of the bounds of what you thought was untrustworthy, and yet you've still decided not to trust them. Or think about someone who has repeatedly done things that fall outside the bounds of being quote-unquote trustworthy, and you continue to think thoughts that have you trusting them. So how do you create trust? How can you really create trust? The good news about all of this is that it is your thoughts. It's your thoughts about the other person that create this energy or sense of trust. So when you're deciding whether you want to trust someone, I actually say you should sit down and ask yourself if you want to trust that other person and why. Why have you decided that you would like to trust them? Why have you decided that would be something that benefits you? Knowing full well that the other person is an adult and allowed to do whatever they want, you can never control them and you'll probably never know the full picture, but you can decide to trust or not. So you first want to get very solid in your reasons based on what serves you the best. So does it serve me to trust that my husband right now is at work and not riding around on a yacht that he bought from his secret bank account? It does serve me to trust that. It does serve me to trust that our marriage agreement is fully intact. I have no idea if it's not, but I've decided that the best use of my time and energy and the thing that actually makes me feel the best about my relationship includes thinking thoughts like, I trust him. Thinking thoughts that he's definitely where he said he would be. Do I know that 100%? I don't. But it serves me to think that way, and so I do. Now, I know some of you are going to say, well, that's delusional. But the thing is, sometimes we aren't trusting someone for delusional reasons too. If you've ever like looked at the text message chain on your partner's phone, if you've ever broken into their email to like look at their past messages and like try and catch them in something, and you found that it's all totally normal, nothing's untoward, you know, you've checked their phone for secret apps. If you've ever kind of found yourself doing this crazy hunt only to find zero evidence of their like quote unquote bad behavior, why is that? Because you've been torturing yourself you be, and you've been creating all of this suffering about all the things they could be doing. Why would you do that? Because of your thoughts, not because of their behavior, not because of the reality of the situation, but because of your own thoughts. So For those of you that do feel like you have trust issues, you may want to listen to this episode a few times. And if you still need some help kind of sorting this out, that is what I do as a coach. So I don't expect you to reprogram everything listening to just one podcast. I do invite you to find out a little bit more about working with me because this this one concept has transformed the lives of so many of my clients. And it may be sticky at first, but it's fucking brilliant, you guys. I cannot stress it enough. Um, I'm using expletives. (laughs) That's how amazing it is. Trust, just like love, is for you. When you are empowered to think thoughts and feel feelings that support the energy of trust, 
it can change the whole relationship. Just that one thing. So again, if you have not done that mini session with me, what the hell guys? <laughs> Hop on it. Head over to revitalizeyourrelationship.com slash free dash coaching or, you know, the show notes have got it all. All right. And don't forget, let next week I'm answering your specific questions. So email me. I want to help as many of you on the next episode as possible. So send me those questions and I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful week and a beautiful relationship. <laughs>